Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Startup CFO's Roadmap to Success podcast series, where we will address issues and challenges that new startup CFOs might encounter and offer some guidance and ideas that would help them achieve their own unique objectives and drive measurable value for their organizations. I'm your host, Connor Moore, partner and co-leader of the National Venture Capital Practice at KPMG. With me today is Michelle Rohn, who heads up our venture capital practice in Southern California. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Today, we'll talk about how new CFOs can build the right capabilities that align with the organization's strategy. So, Michelle, I know you've worked a lot with many, many startups in Southern California. And from what your experience is and from what you've heard from CFOs, where does a new CFO start in order to build the right team with the right capabilities and the right tools? I think it really starts at the beginning with the, the upon joining the company and First, having those conversations with the CEO and other stakeholders to make sure you're aligned on what the objectives are for your finance organization. Probably getting a good understanding of what are the skeletons in the closet um, upon coming on so you can have that figured out as you move forward to kind of tackle the next steps of building out your team and processes and so forth. And really, I think it's several different multi-pronged sections that need to happen in that first, say, 60 or so days, 60 to 90 days. It's it's really assessing the team, the company's financial processes and controls, and the financial services they are going to go along with that. And so um, when it comes to assessing your team, it's the first step is really determining what talent you have currently and what you might need. It's probably a multi-horizon outlook knowing what the strategy is based on your understanding with the stakeholders, the board, the CEO, what do you need now, but also what are you going to be needing in two to three years so you can look ahead at what that talent is and so you can understand how much do you need to be a service-oriented CFO um, and really help your employees become successful versus a clamp down, draw the hard line and make sure you um, have the right people make the changes that are needed. And ideally, it's a mix of the two. So there's going to be that period of time in that first kind of 30 to 60 days where a CFO needs to be assessing the talent that they have and then again, what they need. And so then that kind of leads to the next step what are the, the company's financial processes and controls? And that's going to really depend upon how, you know, the facts and circumstances of the company, how mature is the company, how early stage, and what are the needs at this point in time? Obviously, the best-in-class scenario for a Fortune 500 company is not going to apply to a startup company who has to make decisions on finances and only has so much of a budget to work with. So when it comes to the processes and controls that exist, there's always going to be some segregation of duty issues. And so that kind of goes back to making sure you have the right people in place that are capable to be able to cross-functionally team together and work together to make sure you're from the basic level of controls, you've got it covered. And then as the company grows and needs more or is in a faster growth pace, you have the ability to kind of plug and play and add in and more. Additionally, I think kind of that third piece that goes hand in hand with that is what are the company's financial systems? And usually it's a multitude of systems that companies use. 
from the very basic level of QuickBooks, which is where most people start, and then they move their way on up. So knowing what's, uh, where does a company currently stand with respect to their financial systems fits down at the QuickBooks level, what other capabilities are needed at a company's stage of life, and uh, when is the right time to upgrade to the next level is critical. And I'd say, you know, don't be shy about effectively using others to help you, third parties, whether it's outsourcing capabilities as well as other service providers who have spent a lot of time with um, these issues and systems and capabilities, as well as peers, you know, mentors and peers in your industry and understanding, you know, the different ways that others are doing it. So I think that level of investment um, is something that can't be taken lightly when it comes to the upgrading of the systems and processes for that matter. So it's really understanding what you're going to need. And I go back to that time horizon, being able to look out that two to three years, what's the company's strategy? What's the plan for fundraising, transactions, exit activities? What's, what does that plan look like over the next two to three years so that you can make sure you are a step ahead of that in terms of being able to produce the financial information you need to produce to match what the company's plans are in terms of growth and transactions and the ability to answer questions from future investors and bankers require a good finance team and a good finance system and processes. So without those, you won't be able to be successful. So it's a, it's a balance between the finance, the budget, and the company's plans for the future. So Michelle, that's some great input that you've given us with respect to the process that a CFO would go through when he or she arrives at a company for the first time. During that process, they're going to see many things that they may want to change, and those changes may be not the most popular changes. So how should a CFO think about making big changes at the onset? Yeah, I I don't think a CFO should be afraid to dive in and make those changes, especially for a company in a startup phase that is emerging and has emerging growth, fast growth, and is headed a direction for future activities, if the fast pace that business moves and when you're in a make or break scenario, if you don't have the support that you need, it could mean failure. So I don't think a CFO should be shy or hesitant to dive in and make some of those hard decisions. And hopefully some of that assessment happens before they come on board through their discussions with the CEO and other stakeholders prior to accepting a position so that you have a sense of what are those skeletons in the closet that you're going to have to deal with. So hopefully day one, you have a little bit of a sense and then take the time to assess the 30 to 60 days. But then I would say you don't need to hesitate or shouldn't hesitate depending on the pace. Now, if obviously if it's a slow growth early, early stage scenario and there's too many unknowns as to what directions things are going to head, then you might have more luxury of time to make those more difficult decisions and budgets and finance availability to do what you need to do. It might also be a question. So you might have some tough decisions to make, whether it's um, investing in 
higher quality talent or more people with more experience versus systems. Uh, there might be decisions that have to be made, and then at that point in time, it probably gets even a little more complicated. Thanks a lot, Michelle, for sharing your insights. I think new CFOs will appreciate this information as they continue along their journey to drive value and contribute to their company's growth objectives. And as Michelle mentioned, new CFOs at emerging growth companies really should be thinking about a smart, well-integrated roadmap that will be critical to gaining their success at that particular organization and understanding that certain actions that need to be taken along that roadmap will not necessarily be the most popular ones, but will be what is needed to ultimately get where the company wants to be in three years' time. Thanks for listening to the Startup CFO's Roadmap to Success podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and get notified when the next episode is released. You can also download our latest paper and get more insights and advice for startup CFOs by visiting www.kpmg.com forward slash US forward slash startup CFO. Thanks again for listening.